Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guidance servant on a healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. I hope you guys are having an amazing, tremendous Thursday. Today is Thursday, right? Yes. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Today is Thursday. Absolutely. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy Thursday to you. Today on Post Daily Dose, we're going to talk about sibling rivalry. Uh, I think I've talked about sibling rivalry, sibling rivalry before on another uh, Daily Dose, but... Um, it's probably time to revisit it because that was probably last year sometime. And, and I think it's probably good to talk about it today um, because why not? I mean, any day is a good day to talk about sibling rivalry. Hmm. So, hello there, Mimi. It's taking a little while for things to scroll today. Um, go live with Katie. All of a sudden, see, that just, you know, that used to happen all the time. It, someone would pop up. Uh, unless they're in your, I like to bring Faye post on camera. I'm actually coming to add Faye post because she's probably not got her makeup on, but she wears her makeup all the time. And she's like, nah, I ain't trying to be at it today. <laughs> but because I was wondering if I ever wanted to bring a guest on to the Daily Dose, could I do, like, could I bring them onto the thing? No. Hey, there's Ed Daffin. It's not allowing me to add Faye Post or Mimi, as you all know, or Mimi's just not willing to be at it today. Either way, if I see someone else pop up on there, you never know. May have to bring you on. Hey! Oh, Mama Evelyn, hope you're doing good. Say hello to Papa Mike Hooks for me, please. So anyway, uh, sibling rivalry. What you have to know about sibling rivalry. First of all, the core, the root, the unconscious drive of sibling rivalry is always an unconscious fight for survival. So I want you guys to remember that. Sibling rivalry is always an unconscious fight for survival. When one sibling is going after another sibling, vice versa, it is an unconscious fight for survival. You guys know I'm really thinking about doing a YouTube show. Starting, like, obviously I have a YouTube channel. It's Brian Post. Brian Post 1. But I'm thinking about doing like a regular YouTube show. It's kind of like some, I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. It's amazing that you can just fill your brain. And this has nothing to do with sibling rivalry. Just popped in my head, wanted to share it with you guys. But um, today I was hanging out with one of my parents. And, you know, she was just going with me. And she came from out of town, so visiting. Um, I actually have my car in the shop, getting the windshield replaced. And uh, so I'm borrowing another friend's truck. So I'm in a big old 4x4 pickup truck, barreling around, and we're visiting. And I say, hey, come on, let's go. So we go, actually went to the beach. And then and then after the beach, I uh, got a text from another one of my parents who was actually having challenges. 
It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Kim. We love you. You're an amazing mom. Um, was having some challenges, so went over there, and then then we loaded up and went to another place, and then went to, and so I was just like, you know, I really think about oftentimes, um, <laughs> Papa Mike said hello, that's fantastic, and um, you know, I've been thinking about this whole YouTube show thing because I think it's really cool. It's real. I enjoy. It. I like. I enjoy watching people, and some people that I follow. It's like they don't post for a while. And so I'm like, well, you know, what's up with that? So I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about what that would look like. You know, it's just kind of like, because at one point today I looked at her and I was like, this is a day in the life of Brian. I mean, this is just like, this is what I do. Drive, talk, text, handle a phone call, visit, drive, call, text, phone call, visit, drive, call, text, take a nap. Although I had lunch, we had lunch, then I dropped her off, then I took a nap. Now I'm here, then I have another drive and another visit. And, um, you know, I think it would be cool. So I'm really, really, really just mulling that around in my head, thinking about how I might make that work. And so I will keep you guys tuned to that. But I know a lot of people that do Facebook don't do YouTube. People who do YouTube don't do Facebook. But I think you guys would come check out YouTube, especially if it's just once a week. Because then we'd post it on the Post Institute page and you'd see it. Anyway, sibling rivalry. Unconscious fight for survival. That's what you need to know. In the moment of sibling rivalry, in the brainstem, beyond consciousness, beyond awareness, in that moment, one sibling is saying to the other sibling, you are going to take my parent away from me. Therefore, it's either you or it's me. One of us has to go, and it's not going to be me. You're going to die you must die so I can have mom or dad all to myself. That's the core drive. So it happens all the time. Now here's the thing. There's a couple components of this. Number one, not all sibling rivalry needs to or has to be attended to. There's some aspects of sibling rivalry that just has to allow itself to work itself out. And yes, that means Letting your kids argue, letting, their, letting them bicker, sometimes letting them fight, especially boys. Boys will fist fight. And Vanessa says, is this worse for twins? I don't think it's necessarily worse, but it's really important to understand the dynamic. Very, very important. Um, boys, because especially, now think about this. You got boys who are becoming teenagers. There's testosterone they're going to fight. They're going to get physical. And if you are a mom, for instance, who has never been around that, it's going to be kind of scary. Men, maybe not as scary because we're men are more driven by testosterone. But if you're mom and, you, and this is going on, it might could get kind of scary. So it's important to understand that some some level of similar rivalry you do not need to tend to. It needs to work itself through. They argue, they come to you, one's fussing about the other one, what the other one's done. The best thing you can do in this mo in the moment is to take a deep breath and to look at whoever it may be and say, I love you. I'm not going to let you die. You do not have to kill your brother. You do not have to kill your sister to have my time 
and my attention and my love. There's enough of me to go around. And they're going to be like, what the heck? What are you talking? I'm not trying to kill him. I, I just punched him or I just yelled at him or he just called me a nasty name or I just took some of his, I wasn't trying to kill him. I understand. You know, that's what's kind of the experience in their head. But your words, your exact words are, look at me. Look at me. I love you. I am not going to let you die. I am not going to let you die. You do not have to kill your brother or your sister in order to have my attention. I'm here. I love you. Everything's going to be okay. Do you understand? Go. Now, get out of my space. Leave me alone. See you. Bye. I don't care what you guys are doing. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's going to be fine. And then just like, let the dynamic play out. The thing you have to do is you have to provide the security. In the moment, you have to provide the security. You have to provide the awareness. You have to provide the understanding. Because there is no winning as a parent when it comes to civil rivalry. Because you can't ever know what is happening in the dynamic, in the exchange of two kids when they're not right in front of you. And even then, we're not always necessarily, as parents, we're not always necessarily paying attention. So there is no winning because if one of them comes and says, he called me an ugly name. And you say, well, tell him to come here. No, you can't do that because then you're picking sides and it's favoritism. And guess what? That feeds into the unconscious dynamic of I'm going to die if I don't take my sibling out. So you can't feed that dynamic. What you have to do is you have to speak to the core of the fear. You have to speak to the unconscious. You have to speak to as, as, as extreme as it sounds. When you say to your child, look at me, I'm not going to let you die. I'm not going to let you die. You're going to be okay. And you don't have to kill your brother in order to have my love and my time and my attention. There's enough of me for both of you. Do you understand? Yes, geez, excessive, dramatic. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. Leave me alone. And then they go back. Doo, 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 doo. God, have you talked to dad today? Holy crap. He's all extreme. Have you talked to mom? She's all extreme. Not really. Sometimes, but you have to talk to the unconscious. Cynthia says, what if the fighting has gone on for over six months and they are adult children? Is it okay for the parents to step? No. Oh, no, 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 no. No, do I think so? And then Margina says, do you think it's worse for the middle child? Mm -mm. I don't think it's worse for the middle child because usually with sibling rivalry, there's one child who feels more sensitive and more insecure than the other children. With older children, with your adult children, you know, it doesn't matter. It does not matter how long it's gone on. You tell each of your children, because this is something to them, this is, this is something really important. And you know, when it comes to adult children, you have to make sure if it's, if it's really sibling rivalry. It may not be sibling rivalry because sibling rivalry has more in the home. It has more to do with the love and the security of the parent than it does anything else. Okay, when your children become adults and they're going after it, I'm sure there's some level of regression. I'm just not sure how much it specifically ties in 
to the security and the certainty of the mom. If you think your adult children are having rivalry, and again, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna almost always err on the side of more hands off as opposed to hands on. But if you think your adult children are engaged in sibling rivalry, then you have to realize that they are reg they are regressed. They're stressed, therefore they're regressed. So they're not emotionally adults. Okay, they're not emotionally adults, and I'm gonna tend to say they're probably more acting more along the lines like adolescents. Okay, so then if you're going to intervene, the only intervention that needs to happen is your love, your certainty, and your security. You say to your kids each individually, maybe you get them together, and you say, I love you. I love each and every one of you. I am always here for you. It hurts me when you continue to fight with one another. It hurts me. It hurts me. It hurts me. Do you understand? And they have to look at you and they have to say, yes, mom, it hurts you. So then what's happening is you're taking whatever, whatever um, issues they're having with one another and you're redirecting that to you because you are their mother. And I am certain that they love you dearly. And so when you say it hurts me, and I hope that it ends very soon, and you say to each one of them, I know you'll do the right thing. I know you'll be the better person, the bigger person. And I know you'll let this go and you'll move on because you don't want to hurt your mama. Do you want to keep hurting your mama? Tell me. Let, let me, do you want, go, go ahead, let me hear it. Do <laughs> the other day I was over at one of my family's houses. And, you know, there's beach here, some sands here. And he goes, he goes running up to me. He's all happy, cute, absolutely adorable kid. And his little ear is just full of sand. It was so funny. I'm like, now this is a kid who's been playing hard. So you go up, you say, let me hear it. Do you want to continue hurting your mama? Do you want to continue hurting my heart? Let me hear it. Just say it. If you do, I just want you to say it to me so I can deal with it. And you just let them say it to you. And of course, they're not going to say it to you because they don't want to continue doing that. So if you're going to get involved, that's the way you get involved. Otherwise, you have to be patient. You keep loving them. Keep telling them you love them. And it will work itself through and through and through. So I hope that is helpful to you, Cynthia. Um, interesting that you use, I'm going to die. I'm not going, seems to have an obsession with dying. Oh, yeah, so... Yes, it's not just an obsession. It is a bona fide fear. It is an anxiety. Some children, you know, depends on their early histories, depends on their utero experience and the years after, you know, they could have a fear of dying. They could have a fear that the parent is going to die. That is very common that children have an insecurity that their parent is not going to be there. And so if that, if you see that tied into sibling rivalry, it's very important that you just address that. I'm not going to let you die, and I am not going to die. There is enough love for me and for all of you. Brian Kidder says, is there ever an underdog that is in reality being more picked on, or is it an especially sensitive child? Is there ever an underdog? So... Mm, 
No, I don't think there's an underdog, Brian and Kendra. And the reason I say I don't think there's an underdog is because I'm I'm thinking from uh, you know a big papa parent perspective. I don't want to be looking at one of my children as an underdog because then I'm more likely to look at my other children as the ones who are more bullying. So I feel like in that question, you really got to check your own history. You got to you got to check your own sibling history. You got to check your own history with peers at school. Just that's the first thing that kind of strikes me. Um, I don't I don't think you want to see an underdog dynamic with your kids because all your kids are equally great. They're equally talented. They're they're equally gifted. We just sometimes have a very hard time finding what that gift and what that talent may be. You are welcome so much, Amanda. So that's it. I feel like I rambled on for quite a bit and I've probably exceeded my greatest little 10-minute parenting show on the planet time limit. So I hope this was helpful today, guys. I hope you have an amazing Thursday. Remember, in any given situation, you can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. And remember, stress does three things. Stress and fear, they do three things. They cause you to obsess about the future. They cause you to react from the past. And they take you out of the present. And we've got to work on getting more present. Getting more present, staying more present. And mindfulness is a very big component of that. Or we can stop. We can take three to ten deep breaths. And we can choose love. God bless you, Big Papa. Loves you. We'll see you tomorrow. And you know what? Let me, let me tell you something in closing. I have some... I have... I'm a 47-year-old man, and I have some of, one of my biggest challenges continues to be, and I know the root and origins is my own birth trauma. Transition is such a huge thing for me. It's such a big thing for me. Sometimes the very last, and it, two hours ago, the very last thing I want to do is turn on this phone and talk to you guys. But I absolutely love talking to you guys. I adore you. I love being able to serve you. I love being able to support you. I love your questions. I love your comments. But two hours ago, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to think about anything. I just wanted silence. And it's all transition. And I've told you guys this before. I did, I did the whole episode in Walmart. It's transition. Some of your kids biggest challenges are around transition. And it doesn't mean I don't do it. It doesn't mean I don't come on and have a great time with you. It just means in that moment, I have to transition. So when you're struggling with your kids, sometimes I really, especially your adopted kids, your foster kids who've had lots of transition traumas, I really want you to slow down and think about what is the transition challenge that's going on right now? And maybe look at your own transition challenges. Just thought I'd share that in closing. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great evening.